Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 114 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. And the lightning bolt crashes. This is Chris. <laughs> I think that's perfect for the character. You do think that's a perfect intro? I do. Do you have other ones that you wanted to try out? Uh, the other suggestion, I have a little backstory to my intro today. Go right ahead. Uh, I was trying to think of what my intro line should be, uh-huh. so I asked my lovely smart wife nicole for some uh if she had any any thoughts she knew uh i was talking about zeus this episode okay so she suggested saying and the lightning bolt crashes and i was like wait do you mean actually saying that or making the sound of a lightning bolt oh so she said well i was thinking the sound of a lightning bolt and i was like you want me you think i can just do the sound of 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 a lightning bolt and make it sound right on the podcast so that would be my alternate it would have been me going this is Chris. I have no idea how that sounded on. I mean, the given recording. given all the storms we've had in the past week, you've had a lot of experience really getting to hear what lightning bolt and thunder clap sound. That is true. Like, yeah, we've had some crazy weather here. We really have. We had a tornado like five miles north of where we live. Uh, we had a superstorm go yeah. through. I would I would have never thought we'd have a tornado anywhere. Never would have ever guessed that in a million years. Um, so, do you think we should give some background about the phrase "the lightning bolt crashes"? Because I don't know if yeah. a lot of people understand that reference. Yeah, probably not. Uh, especially if you're, like, younger. Yeah. So um, there was this variety comedy show called Human Giant. Yeah. It had some great, great some guys. Some r- really good, like, like Paul Shear. Paul Shear, Rob Riggle was in Rob um, Riggle. Aziz Ansari was in Aziz Ansari, yeah, from Parks and Rec. So they would do basically comedy sketches. Yeah. And, Just sketch um, shows, yeah. There's one very good one where they're all singing commercial jingles to yeah. each other. Very common ones, like... Like Wrigley's, like Double Mint Gum, or uh, Kit Kat. Breaking up, he's that yeah. pick Kit Kat for. So one of the friends in that group clearly doesn't know any of these catch for songs, uh-huh. catchphrases, songs, <laughs> whatever jingles, yeah. singles. He's he's trying to guess and make them up as he goes, and it's very obvious to them. And they're like, "Do you even know these these jingles?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course I do." So he makes one up, and it goes something like. It's it's for Doritos. He does it for Doritos, right? He's like, "Hey, old man," or, or before yeah. he even gets to that, yeah, he's like. Uh, I'm eating a big bag, bag of, of Doritos. Doritos. But before he gets to that, that's where he goes, and then the lightning bolt crashes. I think that's actually right after that. But anyway, yeah. that's not important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the funny part of the funny thing is at the end of that sketch, they actually are watching TV, and that and, commercial and that, comes that, on, and that's the jingle. Yeah, yeah. It's worth watching. We spoiled so, the whole thing, but it's, still it's watch a st- it. If you go to YouTube and type in "Human Giant," there's there's some really really good ones. Like there's one where they do a reenactment of a reenactment because a crime was committed during the reenactment yeah. of the crime. Yeah, they were reenacting an off an office shooting, <laughs> and the reenactor also did a shooting of the set. And then they had to do a reenactment of the reenactment yeah. for the for the true crime. Show. Do you also remember they do one with magicians? I think they're the illusionators, and they do like. Uh, yes they're basically like parody magicians yeah that's pretty funny too. yeah 
It's a great show. Yeah, it really, very, very it was good. only like what two, three seasons. I don't maybe know. like don't twelve episodes know. each. Yeah. yeah, it was on Comedy. No, it wasn't on Comedy Central. It was on like um, I don't even know what it was on because I've only seen the DVDs. <sighs> yeah, I feel like it would be like on um, like what's like the indie channel, whatever whatever channel that is. They have like a independent artist channel in a way. I know what you Portlandia. Mean, I think is. I don't on that think channel. it existed back then. Oh yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Anyway check it out human giant it's a great show uh so chris uh we have uh, a new review that we have to give a fictional background to perfect this one is 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 uh one of the most interesting ones i think we've ever received you would say most interesting huh yeah and most random we'll see (laughs) do you want to read it i'm gonna try my best so (laughs) This uh, this this comes from and should I should I read out the the username? Uh, no, just paraphrase it for uh, for the listeners. All right. So the the username <laughs> is seven three five one nine five five two seven four five two four four eight four five three four four six four seven four six four six. I know I was going to paraphrase it, but once I got five numbers in, I'm like I can do this. So that is that is the uh, that is the username uh, of the. So we'll just call them sevens. That was the first number. We'll go with Sevens. Okay. So Sevens uh, left this really nice review, and the review is titled, Ah. And the review reads, Ah. Five stars. <laughs> so I know um, when you were talking about this review with me, you found it perplexing. You're like, what do we even have to go off of? You I went, give us any clues. I went so far in you, this. You were converting numbers <laughs> to into letters. letters and... I'm like, there's a clue here. And I, I was I, like, Nicholas Cage and uh, National Treasure. I think you were overthinking it. I was. I think this person was trying to give us a very direct clue when he writes, ah, <laughs> I think he was referencing the 90s Nickelodeon show? Yes, Nickelodeon. Ah, uh, Real Monsters. Oh. So again, if you're if you're younger, you probably never heard of this, but uh, like Nickelodeon used to show a bunch of shows that were inappropriate for children, <laughs> and this was one of them because it was about these like ugly monsters that were just like they were in the really sewers really and... weird looking. Yeah, they, they, they were kind of creative though. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely was not something that you would look at and be like, oh, I've seen that before. You you look at it and you go, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, so I give them credit for that. Yeah, I agree. So I, I can actually do you one better because I, I put some thought into which of the monsters it was. Okay, go for it. So um, based on the seemingly random gibberish letter um, number name they used, mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I I don't think it was a cryptic code. I think they actually just had trouble typing on the keyboard. Okay. So if you recall, and anyone listening might recall, there one of the monsters holds his eyeballs in his hands. Yeah. So he's basically like a kind of like a lump. Okay. A circular guy and he has short stubby legs and short stubby hands which hold his eyeballs and he has a large mouth and hairy armpits um so if you remember his name that's pretty impressive i'm gonna say it in a minute so i think a a being a man a monster who needs to hold his eyes in his hands would have trouble using a computer especially a keyboard because he can't he can't hold it's hard for him to see and type, and type at the same time. So he can hold one eye looking at the keyboard or looking at the screen. Right. And then he needs to put the eye down, his other eye down, so to that use his it. hand. Right. So I think he just was like, you know what, I'll just type a bunch of numbers and use that because I can't. It's hard for me to see my keyboard and my screen and type. I think that I think that makes sense. Yeah, he he couldn't he couldn't do both properly. Mm-hmm. 
with withholding both of his eyeballs. So this this review is from Crum from Our Real Monsters. So that's the guy's name, Crum. Crum. So Crum is the guy that looks like a lump, holds both of his <laughs> eyeballs, had to put one eyeball down. The other eyeball is either looking at the keyboard or looking at the screen, while the other hand types. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I think I mean, like you said, a bunch of gibberish. They said ah. I mean, I don't under, I don't think it could be anything else. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel I, good about this one again. That that was way better than what I was looking at. I mean, I was I was really I was like doing like T nine stuff. Yeah, you're, I'm like, you're a classic overthinker. Yeah, I really am. That's that's what I was going for. I was looking up AAH, like what could that mean? What could what associations associations are AAH? But um, yeah, so uh, so Crumb uh, or Sevens as we'll call you. Uh, thank you so much for uh, leaving us a review on iTunes. Uh, make sure if you want to get a fictional background read on our show you leave us a review on itunes and we will be happy to do that for you and thank you again to crumb aka sevens uh for doing that for us uh now chris um another thing that has happened with our show uh and a lot of listeners may have noticed this in their podcast feeds is uh we had an update really what changed we have a new logo we do we have a new logo and it has you and i both in it however as silhouettes but now we are uh, officially on the title, a little, little updated, same same font and whatnot, but uh, just wanted to change it up a little bit just to try something a little new. Does it look super cool? I think it looks super cool. I'm I do big, too. I'm a, I'm a big fan it's of really it. It's really good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, just something. I thought it was time for a little change. Um, but I want to give a shout out to a friend of ours who helped us design this new logo. A real artist. A real, a real artist. Uh, her name is Anna. Uh, she helped us uh, design the silhouettes of, of Chris and I for the new logo. And uh, if you want to check out her art, her art is on Instagram, and her name is A Elms Art. That's the letter A E L M Z A R T A Elms Art. Um, and uh, she told me that if you're interested in getting some custom art done, or if you have any questions about some of the stuff that she's done, that you can send her a DM. Or you can email her at aelmsart at gmail.com. So I was really uh, thankful that she she helped us out and and got that out for us. And I, th- I think it looks really cool. We've I think it so- turned out so good. Yeah, we've gotten some really good feedback from people. Some people really seem to to like the uh, the new logo. So um, if this is new for you and you were you were looking in your feed and you were like, what the heck happened? Same show, just a new updated logo. And let us know uh, what you think about it. So uh, and. Uh, we got a couple uh, poll re- or just one poll result to go over. Uh, in our previous episode last week, we did the Demogorgon versus the Dementor. And as of now, like we said, these polls are always changing. But as of this recording, the poll stands at 75% for the Dementor from Harry Potter, 25% for the Demogorgon. I wish people could write their reasoning. No one's tweeted us about this, right? No. That's something I could add. Yeah. I could add that. I could add at the future polls. Just say like why what you're what you're thinking. It'd be cool to see comments like that because like this one in particular. Yeah, I, I really am curious like what people think about this. I'll add that. I'll add that to all future polls. We'll put a little if if you want. You don't have to. But you can put a little yeah, a little optional. Why do you think so? And uh, that be yeah, I think that'd be really cool to see what what people have to say. And if you want to put your name and, and let us know, I uh, I like that idea a lot. 
Um, so, so one last thing before we get started is please remember that this month, August 2020, is uh, Listener Appreciation Month, and all of our episodes this month are coming from you, the fans, as submitted. Uh, and uh, just please make sure you, uh, you keep sending them in and letting us know what fun, creative matchups or scenarios you have that you would like us to do uh, for August. Chris, is there anything else you want to get into before we get started? No, I'm just, I'm ready to get into this. Oh, me too. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> All right, so please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send us an email at whowouldwincast at gmail.com, and consider checking out our website, www.whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and please leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, so to help us spread the word about our show, and you'll get a shout-out right on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? Oh, today we have an epic battle between two gods. Yes, we have an epic battle, two gods. One Egyptian, one Greek? Yes. Is I actually don't know, is yours yes. Greek? Yours is Egyptian? Mine, mine is Egyptian, okay. yes. Cool. Uh, yes, so we have uh, two gods going at it, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, listener and fan of the show, Sebastian Hurd, for suggesting this episode for us. Uh, he sent us a message uh, through our Gmail, and he this was one of the ideas that he had, and we thought that we, this would be a little fun and also uh, a little enlightening for the both of us, too, to try to learn a little bit more about these, because I, I, I heard of Zeus. Sure, very popular god. I've never heard of... Uh, Toth. There's a lot of different pronunciations for that, and I'll get into that in a little bit. I've never heard of of that character before. Uh, and and you and I, and this is my fault, and I apologize. I feel really bad about this. So I looked online, and I'm like, what can we what can we gather? What kind of uh, extra material can help supplement our lack of knowledge for these characters? Something from a movie or a TV show. So when it came to Zeus, my first initial thought was. Liam Neeson in Clash of the Titans. I'm that like, was your initial thought? That was my initial thought. I'm not going to lie. Not Hercules, the Disney movie? Nope, not at all. Okay. And in hindsight, probably should have. Well, we'll talk. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then I also was looking up uh, Toth, and it came up that Chadwick Boseman had played him in the 2016 Gods of Egypt film. Yeah, and Chadwick Boseman, great actor. Great actor. Let's same. check him out. Right, let's check it out. So Chris and I watched both of these movies, and this is where I feel horrible. <laughs> Because Liam Neeson, I didn't know this. I've never seen any of them. Liam Neeson is in Clash of the Titans for maybe six minutes. Maybe. What do you think? Three scenes. Three scenes, three minutes each. Three lines. He he says basically nothing, and he does basically nothing. Yep. So that was two hours. Wait. Actually, that was a short one. That was only like an hour hour and a half. half. Yeah. And and before that, we watched uh, Gods of Egypt. And that was a little, that was like two hours. And same thing, Chadwick Boseman, Toth was in it for like he was in it a little longer. I think honestly, for he was more of a side character plot wise, and he was in it more than Zeus was in Clash, Clash of the, of the Titans. Titans. And uh, I, I, I didn't like either movie. And yeah, so I, I was gonna say you said we wasted our time. I don't feel like we wasted no, our time. No, I, no, no. It I was don't, fun. It, it was fun to watch these two, but, but like the whole time we're just like, when are they we? Were, gonna... They were bad, <laughs> and they were also horrible for character research. Oh, absolutely. Like that's why I was like, I feel like we wasted time because we got nothing out of it except two good evenings where we just sat and watched really bad movies late at night. And the popcorn was good. And the popcorn was great. That home movie theater popcorn, you can't beat it. Um, all right, so so do you want to do a, a quick chat about the movies? Like, I like, can't wait to talk about these movies. Okay, all right. So I, I, I based, I plan to talk more about the movie than my character. Okay, mostly because my character is barely in the movie. 
Yeah. So uh, this is Clash of the Titans. So yes. this is a remake of an older movie. Would you remember the 1981 was the okay. original? 81 is the original. 2010 is Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I think around there. Pretty good cast. Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington. Like, he's coming hot, off Avatar. Hot off Avatar. He's right. a big name. Yep. Liam Neeson. Ralph uh, Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, Nicholas Holt before he got big in X Men. Um, trying to think who else is. Yeah, in some it. of the some of the female cast the, was the also female cast. Known, I, I forget the, the, the one girl's in the Man in the High Castle. The other girl was uh, a Bond girl in Quantum of Solace. Yes, yeah, I, I forget her name I off the top of my head. Also. Uh, but yeah, great cast. That was actually the one I was looking forward between the two of them. I was looking forward to watching that one the most because I thought that was going to be. At least, like, I didn't expect it to be good, but I'm like, oh, it'll be a CGI fighting fest. No. Yeah, that's interesting. I felt the CGI definitely had CGI much better than Gods of Egypt CGI. Yes. yes. Um, kind of like, for what happened, this movie could have been like 30 minutes long. I feel like they were like, they were like four big scenes. Yeah, and they were, they seemed to be the four big scenes from the original. Yes, it was actually. Very similar to the original. Yeah. Not quite a shot-for-shot shot remake, no, but almost but... maybe like beat-for-beat. Beat. Like yeah, yeah, I'd say that's fair. It, it took all the big the big hits from the original right. and made some slight changes. And one of the biggest, like, most perplexing changes to me is it seems like they added the Hades character. Hades, I don't think, was in the original. Which was Ralph Fiennes. So, like, right. So they were like, first of all, it's a weird plot because... So in this universe, the gods gain their power from the praise and worship of humans. But for some reason, that's kind of unclear. Humans are starting to praise like, the gods less. Yeah, I don't know if it's like they're losing faith in them, but they're just not liking them as much. Yeah, Right, because the interesting thing is the gods are clearly real yes. and clearly at one point did things in the world. Right. And it would be very easy for them to do things in the world and help people, and they would like them. But for some reason, they mostly just sit in Mount Olympus and complain about them <laughs> and say, why don't they like me anymore? Right. I don't get it. They're tearing down my statues. So their plan to fix this is to to let Hades release the Kraken. Yeah. Which is a giant sea monster. It comes from the ocean. I don't know if it's a yeah, sea Yeah, it's monster. got... I'd say sea monster. It's not the Kraken from Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it's not. It, it has, it, like, it has arms nothing. and a head. It has arms and a head. <laughs> uh, it has a mouth, like a, like a, like a, like a traditional mouth, yeah. it seems. Got a, it has a face. It does have but a it, lot of like arms or tentacles But it's also confusing because it's controlled by Hades. Kind of controlled. They, kind like, of controlled. So Hades yeah, made that's it. That's true. Hades made it, right. But you would think that if it's coming from the ocean, it would be made by, or controlled by Poseidon. Yeah, it just lived in the it lived in the underworld, so it had to come up from there. Yeah, so it just had to go through the ocean. <laughs> right. I don't know that unclear. Yeah. Uh, so it also said it was like so strong it could defeat the gods, but somehow it was still like in control of Hades. Like I don't really understand the power dynamic of this kraken. And then Zeus was totally okay with this plan. Like his plan, the reason he was upset that humans don't like him, so he's like, all right, I'll just kill them all. Yeah, he seemed. But they also wanted to make him like a good guy. So they also, like, made him help out the main character, Sam Worthington. Yeah, he was kind of like his Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, he was giving him the weapon. He was giving him guidance throughout the movie. To, but his, but the whole thing is what he's helping him with is to fight the, the monster the, that he, he's releasing to kill people. Right. It, it almost seemed to me like they're like, oh, people like Zeus. We can't make him the bad guy. So we'll add Hades as the bad guy. And but Zeus is still also kind of bad if you, like, consider right. all his actions. Right, exactly. He's kind of, like, behind the scenes bad guy in a way yeah so zeus is bad because he still is okay with the plan to like kill a whole city right but hades is also bad because he's the one who's who came like up with the, the plan, right and he also has like a side plan to like kill zeus right so you're like oh no don't kill zeus but 
I don't care if you kill Zeus because I didn't like Zeus. He wasn't a good guy either. It was right. just two bad guys fighting at that point. Yeah. And everyone in this movie was a was a mean jerk. <laughs> yeah, it and, was. It, it's like it, and and Perseus, Sam Worthington's character, he he quickly kind of gets together a whole team, like a ragtag team, including Matt Mickelson, and like this weird rock face guy that's a gin, which is some. Oh, he, he was cool. And then there were like these two warriors that were like semi comic relief. But they were like they were like not trained. Anyway, he gets like everyone killed. Everyone that goes with him dies. He's a yeah. bad leader. Yeah, because because when they went into Medusa's lair, you and I were like, "All right, who's coming out?" At that point, that was like their third fight, and there was only like five people left. Right, and we're like, "Well, they're probably going to kill two. Right, so, this guy will survive. This guy yeah. will survive. And then, spoiler alert, Several Sam Worthington is the only one that survives. Which actually worked out perfectly because they only had enough room. He took a Pegasus oh, that's right. to he had leave. To take a Pegasus so back. He literally, no one he was else the only one that could have flown. Right, exactly. Everyone else had to stay behind. Yeah, it was. It was. I don't know, but it, but it was very uh, faithful to the original. Like that's because yeah. we we went on Netflix because the original is on Netflix. If you want to check it out, both both are on Netflix. Oh, that's right, both are on Netflix. I forgot about that. Um, and the, we were just kind of going through the original, and it, it seemed pretty like you said beat for beat, like what was going on. He took Pegasus back when uh, when Argos was being attacked by the Kraken, yep. and the girl was being sacrificed, and then they he... fight those giant crabs, scorpion things. I think oh, in, a, in out of order, but yeah, but it's still, it, it's still close. happened. It's yeah. close, yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, so you're going with you're going with Zeus then right. from that who's, movie. Who's really his his only involvement in this movie is in the beginning they're having a meeting where they're complaining about the humans not loving them. Yes, and the gods are in the shiniest possible armor. Oh my god, it was like they're wearing tinfoil. It was almost like the like guy doing the video editing like accidentally turned a filter up too high, <laughs> and then like it was like to the point of like blurred. Oh yeah, and the director saw it and was like, "Oh, I like that. Keep that." He <laughs> was like, "Oh, okay, sorry." <laughs> But it must have been so... E I don't actually know if this is true. I'm sorry if this is offensive to video editors. But it looked like it must have been so easy to just, like, turn up, like, the light on everything, on the whole scene. Because everything was just shiny and bright. I mean, they made it really look like it was Mount Olympus, these these god creep characters, and how everything was so regal and, and whatnot. And yeah, and then you get Hades, who's all, like... He's in like he's a, all dark. Which he was just basically playing Vol he was, the same Voldemort character, <laughs> yeah. just with a nose. Like, yeah. he sounded exactly the same. Ralph Fiennes was doing his Voldemort, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so so Zeus is in that scene where he agrees with Hades' plan to release a Kraken to murder everyone. He later appears uh, on like the the Earth to to talk to his son to Perseus. set up the, to set up the sequel. But well, that's the, oh, that's, that's, half, that's halfway that's, through. That's he's like, on, yeah. "Hey Perseus, uh, you, I released the Kraken to kill everyone, but I don't want to kill you because you're my son. Do you want to come to Olympus with me?" Right, and, he and Perseus like, no. is like, "No, I hate gods. Don't you know anything about me? I'm like literally trying to kill the gods." Right, right. That's not what I want. And Zeus was like, "Oh, okay. If you change your mind, <laughs> let me know." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then there's one more scene where. Hades comes back. He's like, "Hey, the Kraken's ready." And Zeus is like, "Release the Release. Kraken." Then that that was like the big shot from the trailer. Yeah, that's like, I trailer. remember that from the yep. trailer. Yeah, release the Kraken, which is so weirdly insignificant to the movie. Like just for him to say that. Yeah, but it's in the original. Yep. So they kept it. Yeah. And then Zeus comes back at the end after they kill the Kraken. Spoiler alert. And he gives his... him his sword back. Oh, he does. Doesn't he give him the sword? Or I no? don't even remember that. He like basically came to say hi and say, "Good job, son. I'm proud of you for le releasing the monster that I I released." And then, and Sam Worthington, um, he was like, "Okay, like thanks, Dad." Yeah, like, yeah. He was like, "All right." Yeah, he wasn't like totally mad at him for like no. being his involvement. In yes, this, which he really should have been. Like Zeus was a bad oh, guy. Oh yeah, he should, but he didn't. But he didn't know. Perseus didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. I guess you're right. He didn't know. He had no idea that that Zeus was so, really pulling the strings. So Zeus didn't fight anyone. He didn't no. have any combat. <laughs> 
I so I do think in the sequel, Wrath of the Titans, Zeus. So spoiler alerts for this one. I believe like Zeus is captured by a Titan. So the other thing about Clash of the Titans doesn't have any Titans in it. No. Wrath of the Titans though, they're like, oh, we actually need to put Titans in this one. So they put the Titan Kronos, which I don't know if in I the think... movies lore is okay. true, but in Greek the lore, I think Kronos is Zeus's father. That's what I was gonna say. I did know that from my research that that was Zeus's uh, father. I don't know if that's true in Wrath of the Titans because I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. I was too tired last night, but I <laughs> wanted to just to see it because I think Zeus does fight Hades a little bit. Okay. Ooh, but, that'd be a cool fight. Yeah. And then that way you'd have at least some kind of knowledge as to yeah, his battle I abilities. I didn't so. watch that, so yeah. I don't know. I just have to guess. We're just going to wing it, yeah. I know he has super shiny armor <laughs> and can maybe release a Kraken if if he commands. If, if he has help. If he has Hades. help. And he can go from the uh, the god world on Mount, Olymp- uh, Mount Olympus to, Mount Olympus. The, <laughs> Mount Olymp- to the real world. Uh, he can kind of go between them. Yeah, we don't know how. Does he like? Yeah, Hades can turn into smoke and like float around. That's he, pretty cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I don't know what Zeus how Zeus travels. Again, should have probably watched Wrath of the Titans. You could just make it up. It's fine. Sure. So the other one we watched, uh, Gods of Egypt, uh, is about. Would you also call this one a good cast as well? Uh, Clash of the Titans. They yes, they spent yeah, some money on that. Yeah. Cast. So this has I don't know I, I forget how to pronounce the actor's name, but it's the guy who plays Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones. Yes, um, it's like a Polish name, I believe. Like what's his Nic- first name? Nikolaj Nikolaj Walder Castell or something like that. I'm sure I said it wrong, I, I, but it's I, something like I, that. I trust you. That's that's better what I would have got. Gerard Butler, uh, Jeffrey Rush, Chadwick Boseman. Um, I forget uh, if there was anyone else big in there. Some of the women too. Like um, I don't know any other names though. I'm trying to remember, but who they, they definitely were. were in other things. Yeah. So. That that one, whew, that this movie was just like this movie. I feel like was trying to be based on some lore, but just didn't deliver. Well, whatsoever. First of all, you named all like English and Scottish actors, well, and the movie takes place entirely in Egypt. So this movie received some significant backlash because not a single actor or actress in the movie uh, were from Egypt or Middle Eastern descent or from Africa. Um, Chadwick Boseman was in the movie, and he is the only main star that is of color. And I think that was their way of trying to be like, hey, hey, we're 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 trying here. Um, and like Nikolai, uh, he is a, so all all of the gods in Gods of Egypt are tall, like they're they're bigger. Oh, yeah, I forgot that they're bigger than the people. So like, there are some shots where like Nikolai is with like a commoner. And Nikolai is like huge, kind of like Gandalf to a hobbit in a way, in, in, in like the size comparison. Yes. Yeah, like the gods are bigger. But like right. the weird thing is they're not like – I feel like it's it's a weird – so they just do perspective tricks Correct. like Gandalf yeah. to, to make them look bigger. But I feel like it's very off-putting when you see that in the scenes because like the proportions are the same as like a normal human. So it just – it kind of does look like they just like photoshopped like, him taller. Right, like, exactly. It doesn't – create the feeling to me of like a strong god yes it just looks like it just looks really weird i think it just looks weird yeah yeah and uh so so gerard butler he like over i'm I'm just gonna do a quick synopsis and we can get into the battle gerard butler he like overthrows the kingdom he's the bad guy he's the bad guy he rips out Nikolai's eyes and like he's blind you can call him uh what's what's his name jamie lannister apollo what's his uh oh in the movie yeah what's What's his character's name? You're giving I can't remember. Too much credit. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. This movie, like, I forgot things. The it's not Osiris. It was that's like his grandfather or something. Yeah. No. No. Ra. Osiris no. Is no. His Ra dad? was um. It was uh, Jeffrey Rush. Yeah, that's his grandfather. Yeah. And then Osiris was his dad. Oh yeah. What is his name? 
Well, Nikolaj, uh, he played uh, Horace. Horace. I, if you gave me multiple choices, would not have gotten that right. I think I right. would have gotten that. I, I would not have gotten that right at all. Um, so, so like he he basically just wants to retake the throne. It's kind of like a Lion King, Othello situation. Yeah, you're right, because um, he also has to learn some lessons about leadership and yeah, being a king. Yeah, and uh, for some reason, like the gods can like turn into like Iron Man armor. Only those two, though. Only those two, and they like they fly and they fight each other, and like, but the armor can just like magically appear on top of them. Uh, they really like transform. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, it's kind of like they morph. Because I I was like the whole movie, whenever there was time for them to get into it, I felt I was always like, it's morphin' time. And and then they would transform into their their fighting armor. And then Gerard Butler's character, is his name Set? Yes. That I do remember. He's he's doing like this weird thing where he's like collecting parts of other gods to make himself stronger. Yeah. Yeah, he was kind of doing like a a Megazord kind of thing. I was going to say Build-A-Bear. But yours is better. Well, Build-A-Bears have hearts. And he, I wouldn't he say literally s- had a heart. He took it from Osiris. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> he took Osiris's heart. Yeah. He took uh, he someone's took wings. His like his wife's wings or his or ex-wife. His ex-wife's wings or something. Yeah. yeah, it was it was yeah. So so Toph is in that movie, and uh, he's the god of wisdom, and he uh, is. Uh, he's also kind of the god of sass. He, yeah, he, he's very sassy. <laughs> That's right. Chadwick Boseman chose a very sassy uh, god. So, so some things that I have here, and uh, it's he's very different. I feel like in the movie than how he is in real Egyptian lore, from what I've understood from my research that I've done from this. So, there's no clear pronunciation. It could be Thoth. It's spelled T H O T H. It could be Thoth. It could be Toth. It could be Thoth. It could be Tot. There's a lot of different pronunciations. So, for this, I'll just say. Toth, because that's what they said the whole movie, and that's kind of what's been been stuck in my head. Um, but he's the god of wisdom. He's also the god of writing, um, hieroglyphs, science, magic, art, judgment, and also the dead. Um, he's depicted as a man with the head of an ibis, which is like the African bird, or a baboon. Uh, in the movie, nothing like that whatsoever. Just looked like Chadwick Boseman. Just looked like Chadwick Boseman with like a little like green cap on the top of his head. Um, he also uh, maintained the universe and stood on Ra's solar barge in lore, not in the movie whatsoever. But Ra's solar barge is in the movie. It, it, but it, it didn't seem like a solar barge. It looked like a space station. That's what I thought it was. Because when like. we first saw it, we were like, what is going on? <laughs> like, they're in space now? Um, but in the movie, Toth is, he has, like, the ability to, like, multiply himself. And I don't understand why. I don't know if that's like his brain trying to absorb as much knowledge as he possibly can because it never comes into play whatsoever. Like when they go to fight that beast uh, or the the Sphinx, they go to uh, to try to get by the Sphinx. Like he try he gets attacked by the Sphinx and he doesn't do anything to True. like multiply himself. Because they anything. are trying to think of the answer to the riddle, but yeah, he right. could have like made a few of himself to yeah. talk it out. Right. But there's this this one scene you can watch it on YouTube, I'm sure, where it's just literally a hundred Chadwick Bosemans just walking around. Yeah, in his like secret. Like jungle like, hideout inside y- a tree. Yeah, which they were able to get to no problem. It seems. Not, everyone knows where it is apparently. Yeah, it's it's a it's a secret, but everybody knows about it. Um, so yeah, so that's so that's basically Toth. Um, so so for this fight, I'm gonna be pulling a little bit from the movie. What I, what six minutes that I can, and I'm also gonna be relying on ancient egyptian lore that i've uh i've researched and i will be pulling from my movie as well and the disney's hercules fair enough i think that's fine i mean you, you got it you got it all right so so what do you what do you think is going to be your uh your mo what what's happening here 
Oh boy. Um, so Zeus is good at two things: sleeping with other people's wives and throwing lightning bolts. Okay. Is Toth married? <laughs> Not that I know of. No, it doesn't seem like it. No. Um, okay, then he'll throw lightning bolts at you. Okay. All right, so so you're throwing lightning bolts at me. So yep. immediately what I would do is I would, uh, right when I come upon you, I would do my multiply. Right, I have to ask you a few questions. I'd like you to answer them completely confidently, even if you have no idea. Sure. So how does he multiply himself? He uh, hits uh, Control-C, and then he holds down Control-V. Okay, how long does it take? As long as he's holding down Control-V. And until he releases it. Does it take, um, does he have any type of limit to how many copies he can make? No. Does it like, um, exert, does it ca cause him a lot of exertion to make copies? No. <laughs> Do each of his copies have the same, uh, powers he has? Yes. So can a copy make another copy? Yes. Uh, is there a main master copy? No. So they're all like a, is it like a hive mind type being? Yes. Uh, so, 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 so I, killing one or the original has no effect on the the overall entity known as Toth. Yes. So, how come then uh, Set is able to take out the one's brain? Could he have done that to any of them? Yes. But that was the only one that was there. So they all have that same brain. Yes. So because they're all going around the temple trying to absorb as, as much knowledge as they can. So, so I would really, argue that they the all fact have the same that brain. that happened to Toth in in gods of egypt was inconsequential it was insignificant correct because he has hundreds of other copies with the same brain exactly and this is what i'll argue is remember how at the end of the movie uh toth is on that stage yes. when horus is being like crowned king yes and you and i were like how the heck did he get like his brain back in Well, clearly and they got it back from set when they defeated him and I, put it back in i think maybe it's just one of the other copies they were like yo we need you come to this so uh, ceremony how did the copies decide which one got to come Drew straws. Jay drew straws. Yeah. I mean, they didn't draw pictures of straws. No, I, I, mean, I understand. Actually, you're no, you're right. They wouldn't draw straws. They drew papyrus. Okay. All right. I have a lot of issues with what you're, the answers you gave. That's fine. But I, I have no basis to argue with you because <laughs> there's really no, so no I, reason to think one way or the other from watching the movie. So you know how you and I watched that episode of My Hero Academia recently and there was a character that could like multiply and he said that each character, yes. each multiplication was just basically a carbon copy of, yes. you know, that's kind of how I took it with Toth. So what happened to that character, though, is he basically, like, went crazy because he wasn't sure which was the real one. And then they were, like, arguing over it and they were fighting. But God, uh, Toth is the god of wisdom. So he would always know but he was the OG. Wait, Toth. you said there is no OG. They're all equal. They are all equal. But it's like, it's kind of like this. It's like when you make... Uh, do you make copies at work? Make a lot of copies? Yeah. All right. So so you say you have one piece of paper, okay? Yeah. You make the copy. Now you have two pieces of paper, right? One of those was the original one, the first one that you put on the machine, yeah, right? I understand that. So now let's say you make 100 copies, okay? And the original one gets shuffled in into there, right? If you were to look through all those sheets, you really can't tell which one is the original copy. But that piece of paper being personified as chadwick boseman knows that they were the first one to be put on that copier machine but also all the other ones think they're the original too because you said they're all the same true so i'm just i'm just thinking they they would they should argue more especially because toth 
Toth in the in Gods of Egypt was kind of like a bill a little pompous and full of himself. He was. Yeah, and he seemed uh I feel like he would have had more arguments with himself. Unless there is like a seniority to the copies and there is a master copy. It totally seems like there is and that one gets that glowing blue brain that Set took at the end. Near the but end. then how do you think the other ones are absorbing all this knowledge for him? Uh the master one if it exists can like share its brain power with them okay it's like wireless like a wireless network okay like a cloud network yeah. they can all just access it mm -hmm. yeah okay that's fair so going back to you throwing lightning bolts sure so i would copy i would multiply at first uh-huh and does one lightning bolt take out one does it take out a whole bunch it depends like a... how close they are together mm -hmm. it's maybe like a maybe like a five ten foot radius okay so I would lose some, but I'd be okay with it because... How many copies are you making? As many as I need to beat you. Because so, so, so my copy that Toth does is my... That's really my defensive plan. That's what I would do just to kind of like screw with you a little bit, get you a little frustrated, and just to kind of string you along. Because I think that you would get... I mean, I'm not sure. Does you just get tired? Oh, do I get to make up the answers like you did for your questions? Sure, you're on the stand. No, Zeus never gets tired. Oh, all right. That's a good answer. No, I'm That's just kidding. Answer. Actually, he does, and I think there is evidence in the movie that he's getting weaker from the lack of worship he's getting from humans. And I think there's even more so in uh, Wrath of the Titans. Okay. I think he's like, weakened even more. So it's thinks that I'm a god because I can't be like, I don't believe in you, Zeus, and make <laughs> Zeus be like, no, I'm losing my power. Yeah, it's very much like uh, Elf's elf and santa claus's sleigh running on yeah people believing in him. that's right that's how zeus works in, in clash, <laughs> in of, the clash of the titans yeah the uh the, the the zeusometer has been going down for for many a millennia the only thing is he could he could so easily like help he just goes down on earth and helps people and then they're like great right. thanks, be like, love oh, zeus thanks. leave some presents under the tree for them yeah they never really explained why he couldn't just do that no even even which he could because he gave his son gifts yeah the gods like it definitely intervened in in mortal world before i think that's a great analogy that zeus is could basically just be santa claus <laughs> go down to earth he has a beard yeah there you go he has a council he gives gifts in the movie that's what i'm saying he gave he gave the sword yeah. to uh to uh perseus yep uh but i don't think santa claus has ever been like release the snowman you know and then and then like a giant uh you know blizzard attacks uh chicago or something that but we hey, know of that, that, that's what i'm saying 2020 has been a crazy year so who knows that could still happen if we need to be punished for by santa claus do you think santa's gonna do social distancing that's a whole nother topic for another podcast i think santa's gonna be fine he's magic so that's true that's good that'll be good it's good to know um all right so do you want to hear my offensive attack yes i do all right so i've been doing some research and uh, i found and I'm not trying to act like I'm a expert in this at all, but I play one on a podcast. So that's what I'm going to go off of here. So I learned that the Greeks tended uh, to also believe not only in their own gods, but also the Egyptian gods as well. And the Greeks kind of cover their bases just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, gotta be polytheistic. Um, the Greeks, therefore also did believe in toth and i'm not doing a uh transitive property there where if they believed in egyptian gods then they must have believed in toth there is there is evidence that they did believe in toth as a god um now their 
is a Greek slash Egyptian god. It's kind of like a fusion, like a fan fiction god that like some. It, I mean, I <laughs> guess it was fan fiction back then, but and it's called Hermes Trismegistus. Is this the Hermes that like flying shoes, Hermes? Yes. So, um, Hermes was the god of interpretive communication. So he was kind of like the god of like messaging stuff like that. Wait, wait. Like sending messages. Hermes. No, no, I, I understand what messaging is. Okay. But you called him the god of interpretive communication. Yes. That's what they officially call him? Yes. Interpretive that, that, in communication. My, in, in my research, yes, and that's what I wrote it down. That is insane. That is such a specific god. Yeah. Okay, thanks. No, no problem. Uh, so so he was the god of uh, messaging, and Toth was the god of writing. So Greeks viewed Toth and Hermes as actually kind of being like the same god in a way. One was just like the Egyptian version, and one was the uh, Greek version. So in this quote-unquote canon that we'll talk about, they actually believed that Toth and Hermes were one in the same, and then that god was called Hermes Trismegistus. So, my plan here is I'm going to go for Zeus's heart, and I'm not going to try to attack his heart physically, but I'm going to try to attack his heart emotionally, because Hermes is one of Zeus's sons. And what we've learned in the movie Clash of the Titans is that Zeus doesn't want to cause any harm to his own kin. He tries helping Perseus. He gives him gifts. He wants him to join the gods. He doesn't want to hurt him. He wants to hurt the people, the everyday people, but he doesn't want to hurt his family. So I think that as Toph basically through this extension of my argument, being also Hermes, Zeus would not want to hurt Toph. I feel like you're kind of unfairly uh, cherry-picking things from mythology and the movies to match them up what works best for you. That's basically because, what we had to do for this episode. Because I guess it is possible. Could Zeus have fathered the, the, the Toth in our two movies? I guess it's possible. Yeah. I mean, Chesswick Bozeman is obviously African-American. True. Zeus is Liam Neeson, who's white. Right. But maybe... Uh, but we don't know if don't Zeus know the mother. really would have been white. We also know... Oh, wait. Not Zeus. What was the... What was that, like, side plot in... Was it in... Which movie? In my movie. In Clash of the Titans. Uh-huh. Where, like... No, Zeus, right? Zeus turned into another guy to sleep with someone's wife. Yes. So that... Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was some guy who was, like, fighting the gods. So Zeus's plan to get back at him... Was to like pretend, like to turn into him, to turn into him. Yeah, he like he like stole his face. He basically did a face off, and he he took his face and then he he slept with that guy's wife and then impregnated her to kind of get back at that guy because he hated the gods. And because now his son is a god. And now his son is a demigod. Exactly. Yeah, and and that, then that guy, his solution was, I'll just kill them. I'll just kill them. But but he murders the wife, but doesn't murder the baby. So the possible Perseus. explanation for that is because he was a demigod. He it was just harder to kill him. Uh, okay. So he just thought locking him in a uh, box and throwing that him in was, the ocean. That's what I don't know. Did they put them in that box alive? Or did they try to kill him so, before they put him in the they, box? No, they put him in the box alive. I thought that was pretty clear in the movie. I thought when they were nailing it, you could see that Perseus was still alive as a baby. Oh, that's so messed up. What a yeah. weird way but to the, kill your But the mom was child. dead. She was already dead, though, I think. Because she? She, she was just laying there. 
Like, she didn't show any signs of being alive. Yeah, that's just so weird. I know. So maybe Zeus did that to have Toth. I mean, it's possible. But, like, like I'm saying, like, not necessarily that he gave birth to Toth, but just that Toth and Hermes are kind of, like, one in the same being, just but, from different uh But then you, you want to say beliefs. that he's, he's Zeus's son, so that's why he won't fight him. It's, like, kind of, like, just through the extension that they are seen as being, like, one in the same. So you think Zeus is going to read this Wikipedia article you read and be like, oh, this since these two guys are the same he might be my son no i don't think he would read this wikipedia article chris because well, wikipedia wasn't around is is, <laughs> is your hermes toth zeus's son or not is my say that one more time is is hermes slash toth uh-huh. the one being you're making the case for yes is it zeus's son i would argue i would argue yes i would okay. argue yes okay yeah and i think i think zeus would like zeus just has like a knowledge like like if uh, it might be hard because I don't have a child, but I feel like if you were to see a bunch of kids like dressed up in like masks or something like that, and do you think you'd be able to pick out which one was like your child, like the way that they were acting? Oh, I don't know. That's that's a complicated question, right? But like, so I feel like in... Zeus like would have like he would just know, like he would know, like he would have that feeling, like oh my god, like like this this guy is like a part of me, like. Like what is? Oh my gosh, it's it's hurt hurt me. But you're Toth. What what is what is this? You know, like I feel like it would just really throw him off. Even though he's never met him before, uh, never met this like the Toth version. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you this this is this is me trying to play with uh, your heart. So I don't think Hermes was in Clash of the Titans. Right? So he actually was. Uh, he was in it for like a second. He was one of the guys who told Zeus. He sent him a message because he was the messenger. He said something to Zeus at one point. He was like, "Oh, something's happening." I don't remember that. But he okay. basically said it just like that. Because I, I think they, I think they had Apollo in the beginning in the meeting, and I think he was Zeus's son. Yeah, he's in the. Um, he came up at one point to like give him a message. Okay. And I forget exactly what he what he said. <laughs> it probably wasn't important at all. He was like, "Dad, I am part Toth. You will fight my other, my other that. being one day." You didn't say that. No. Wait, so you're saying they're different people, but they're the same? Yes. You're making a very confusing argument. They're like one in like they're one in the same. Like they're part of the same deity, essentially. But they are but there's like the Toth part and then there's the Hermes part. And So then Zeus would have no problem killing the Toth part. Just doesn't kill the Hermes part. But he's now, but he could be attacked. He could be, you know. I, I feel like that the fact that he, there he sees a part of Hermes or a part of Hermes inside Toph that he wouldn't want to risk it. I don't think he'll recognize him. You don't think so? I don't think Hermes looks anything like Chadwick Boseman. So he'll be like, <laughs> it must not be him. Well, that's because the, the the Hollywood has just done an awful job accurately portraying what these these characters would have would have looked like if they were actually around back then. But that's 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 my uh, my offensive plan right there. I'm going I'm going right for your heartstrings. Um, now Toph did uh, show some agility when he was dodging the Sphinx, so I think he would have some ability of going away from your lightning bolts. He had some agility, but I think uh, what's his Horus was helping him. Horus was like taking the hits for him from the Sphinx. Yeah, because I think the Sphinx was like swapping and went swatting him with his hand, and Horus was taking the hit, and he, that's why he was getting hit against the walls. I think he was like protecting the other people. Okay, but it was actually hard to follow the action. It was kind of confusing. Yeah, 
I think they made a bunch of sandy dust so that they didn't have to animate as much. Oh yeah, and then they, uh, they, you, you had no idea what was going on at all whatsoever. Uh, so I, yeah, he did do a little bit of agility. Sure, I would. Uh, I'd probably bring up uh, some brain teasers also to try to like stump Zeus with some questions. Why would Zeus care? Because like he's like the all-knowing god, so he'd want to like show off and say, I can, "I'm sure he I can would." Prove but to Zeus wouldn't care. Zeus, I don't. I don't even know what Zeus cares about after watching Clash of the Titans. <laughs> Like, you're right. He did try to protect... He did care about the other gods. Yeah. Except less about his brother, Hades, who he kind of screwed over by making him... Oh, he him... Com- making him the god of the underworld. Yeah. He completely screwed over Hades. Because in the underworld, Hades couldn't benefit from the love of humans. Mm-hmm. So he was, like, theoretically, like, weaker. But I kind of, like, found a way to, like, get stronger from their hatred or something. Like, I don't even know. He shouldn't have cared then that the humans weren't liking the gods because he's never had that affection yeah, anyway. Yeah, he shouldn't have cared. So it's not like anything was any different. Yeah, I guess Zeus just thought Hades was being a really helpful brother and was offering his son, his, I said son. They, right. they said that Hades, like, made the Kraken somehow. They didn't say how. Right. Just some beast from the underworld. Um, so my, my, my other offensive argument, though, is if Zeus could release the Kraken on you. Okay, so I was curious if you were going to bring that up. I mean, so they, it seems like Hades is in charge of releasing the Kraken, but it's really confusing by the ending to me then. So even though the kraken is stronger than the gods somehow hades can control it and control when it gets released and where but you can also like the way they defeat it i hate this scene is uh perseus takes a sword holds it up in the air for zeus to strike it with lightning <laughs> yeah throws the sword at the kraken no i'm no, sorry that's how hades. he gets through to, oh, hades. to hades yeah Oh yeah, never mind. That doesn't see, see this movie. This thing. movie is just it all blurs together. Okay, yeah. No, Hades. No, he gets rid of the Kraken because he pulls up uh, yeah, Medusa's he does, head. He does Medusa's head, and he turns it into a giant stone. Oh, yeah. I was thinking the way he, that he got rid of Hades is also confusing because like they made no mention of the fact that it was like hard for Hades to travel out of the underworld because he did it multiple times in the movie. Yeah, and like never was like, oh, this is hard. I good thing I have this loophole. So by the end, they basically they throw the lightning sword at him and it knocks him back into the underworld. But I don't understand what would stop him from just like coming coming back, back up again because he right. did it before. Unless Zeus was opening the door to allow him to come, possible they never, from the underworld. To even hinted at anything like that. No. But maybe, anyway, maybe he used to have an elevator access, and then I actually like Zeus where you're going with it. that. So if Zeus does have some ability to like open the underworld, could he open up where the Kraken is? So even if he doesn't have, I would, the say, control, I would say so. I, th- I think so. Even if he doesn't yeah. have the ability to control the kraken, okay. maybe he just lets it out near you and hopes it just does what krakens do best and destroys you. So, so this is what I would think Toth would do. So Toth is the god of wisdom. He's very smart. He's very intelligent. So I would like to know that he would have some kind of an idea of what needs to be done to destroy the kraken. So it, was it established in the movie that a sacrifice always needs to be made? to appease the kraken that was just what hades decided hades was like all right you sacrifice your daughter or kraken destroys your city so if that if that happened do you i'm think not the... even sure if hades was telling the truth either so that was my question so if that did happen so remember how they were to sacrifice the the one crazy cult group was trying to sacrifice the girl from high yes. in the main castle or yeah. in the high castle so if the kraken did eat her or consume whatever they have to do do you think the kraken would have left See, that's the thing. Like, the Kraken didn't seem to have that, like, mental capacity. Like, I don't know why the Kraken would have just 
took her and stopped because it was it was as though it was like fixated on her now it could have been because she was, yeah, it was out in the open she was in front her. of yeah. it but right she like he it was like directed towards her like it was going after her it wasn't going out of uh, uh towards any of the other village people or anything like that true so if so i mean do you think it's fair to say that like in kraken canon like a uh, sacrifice has to be made to appease the kraken like I don't think I don't how, have that, enough information that, to make that claim. Okay, that's that's that's. I felt like fair. that was just Hades being a jerk to them okay. to be like, "I'm going to make you feel bad about having to sacrifice your daughter." Okay, and then probably still let the Kraken destroy your city. So let, let's say, uh, and the listeners can take this if they want, whether or not they think this is a, a fair argument. So, let's say, for example, that that is in the Kraken canon, where a sacrifice needs to be made, the Kraken takes it, and then the Kraken goes on as long as the Kraken gets the sacrifice that it needs to to get right. So I would think that Toph would be smart enough to discover, well, which person needs to be the sacrificial uh, individual. How would he figure it out? To appease, uh, to appease the Kraken. Um, that, I, I feel like just, A, a he's, like, he, he, he's like all-knowing. He knows everything. So just him at being that deity, I feel like he would be like, oh, this is the person they want, or this is the person they're going after. This is the person that needs to be the sacrificial individual. You know what's interesting? If he knows everything, mm -hmm. why didn't they go to him to ask him how to kill the Kraken instead of going to those witches? Because Toph isn't in the movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mixing these up. Yeah, you really are. Now you confuse me because you said he's the same as, as Hermes. Hermes and everything. Yeah, they could have asked Hermes. I should have just went along with that. <laughs> So, so what I think Toph would do is if Toph was able to discover who the sacrificial individual was supposed to be, I don't think he would make it so that way that person did die. But I think what he would do is he would make a copy of himself and then he would impersonate that person and that copy would act as the sacrifice. So you would trick the Kraken. I would trick the Kraken. Exactly. And then the Kraken would you know get its sacrifice and then it would move along its merry way and we, then in even though we have no examples of like toth changing the way he looks in the movie no he's just gonna like put on some face makeup and uh, change his clothes yeah no oh, yeah i'm not saying he's gonna like change his oh, okay. like like he's not gonna like transform his face or something like that okay but being like the god of like wisdom and being super smart like maybe he could like trick the kraken to see things in a different way possibly since what? he's so since he's so smart this is you're in, you're crazy i'm i'm really going uh, for the wall here on toff he seems super powerful i mean he seems like one of the, the like, clone the thing high. is very useful yeah yeah that could help out wait who are you talking about Toph. when you said super powerful yeah him, right? yeah. yeah yeah exactly cuz the, the clones... guy from gods of egypt not from uh, clash of the titans yes so make sure you. you remember that yeah cuz the clones seemingly can act independently yeah but it's it is confusing if there is like a, a central one that is more important central, like central hub toth prime right yeah exactly so so that would be my argument like i said the listeners can take that it has however they want to if they think that's bogus or hey maybe it is possible that he would be able to be that sacrifice or create a copy that would act as the sacrifice trick the kraken essentially and the kraken goes on its merry way and zeus is like what the heck man i was trying to have you attack that town why'd you leave so this this fight could just end with like thousands of toths running around on the ground and zeus up in olympus just throwing lightning bolts and uh it's causing havoc can toth even get up there i don't know uh so he is able to get up to ross solar barge but i don't know what the uh 
the the uh, transformative nature between the solar barge to Mount Olympus. I don't understand if, if there's any conversion there. If he's able to go from one, can he go to the other? I don't. I don't know. How does uh, Horus get up on the solar barge? He prays at that like he goes at that like circle that circle stone and, and is he, it just and he like prays, shoot him up there? He prays to Ra and it just like sh- oh it, it lets him turn into a oh, bird he turns and fly into, oh, up there. God, he turns into the robot bird. He's so stupid. Yeah, he turns into like the Iron Man robot bird. Yeah, that's right. And then he doesn't he pick up yeah he carries the, the, the kid that he's with and then yeah. they go up to Ra's solar barge. Yes. God. I mean, like like we talked about in our pr- a couple episodes ago when it comes to m- people, hey, if you like the movie, you like the movie. These are just two movies I did not enjoy. I think overall they're not good. Yeah. But I think they both had, like, entertaining scenes. I like the lore more in Clash of the Titans. Because I feel like they actually drew on some yes. lore. Yeah. In agree. a way. I agree. With Zeus and Perseus and, and, and Medusa and the Kraken and whatnot. When it came to this one with the gods of egypt i just feel like they they had a box just full of like egypt stuff and they just threw it on the ground and whatever came out of it especially like the gods turning into like robots was that yeah does that have any basis in mythology i don't know i i would think no but i don't yeah, know that's i don't know I would, for sure i would think i would think no either too but uh so so fortunately hey it's not for us to decide it's for the listeners to decide for who you think would win between zeus and toth greek going against egypt chris do you have any fun facts you want to add before we head out of here? i do have fun facts Go and for there it. are some fun ones for clash of the titans okay um so um sam worthington played the played Perseus, main character uh did some of his own stunts and so it looks like he's wearing sandals because that would have been the footwear of the time yep. but he's actually wearing nike trainers with toes painted on them <laughs> really that's what it says wow <laughs> that's what IMDb okay. says um, so there's a there's a quick scene near the beginning when they're setting off on kind of their quest where they pull a mechanical owl out of a box. Oh yes, and Percy you, you says, "What's that, that?" Yeah, and one of the other guys says, "Like, you don't want to know or something. Don't yeah. ask." Uh, so that's that's a reference to the original 1981 Clash of the Titans. The mechanical owl, owl Bubo, Bubbo, Bubo, is actually like an important character in that movie. Who like and it's not in this one at all. No, not at no. all. Just kind of hinted at with like you said with that little uh, acknowledgement there. Uh, here's some interesting things about the Kraken. So the word Kraken is uh, Norwegian or Swedish, not Greek. Okay. Uh, so early scripts were calling it its Hebrew counterpart, Leviathan. Oh. Uh, but it was changed back to Kraken as a tribute to the original because that had released the Kraken. Um, the creature actually does have a Greek name. It was Cetus, but they never considered that. Which is interesting because you would think the Greek gods. They yeah. Would go with, go but with Kraken Cetus. sounds cooler. It sounds way cooler. Release the Cetus. Release the Leviathan. Yep. Release the Kraken. Much, much better. This is an interesting fact because you noticed when we were watching it that it had a Bond girl. Yes. And another film we watched recently had a Bond girl too, right? I forget which one. Something like that, right? But here's the the fun fact. So the original Clash of the Titans also had a Bond girl. Oh. It had Ursula Andres, who was in Dr. No. Oh, who was in Dr. No, yeah. And this one was... uh, Oh, this one was uh, Gemma Arterton from Quantum of Solace. I said the wrong name earlier. Okay. Yeah, this is the girl who got covered in oil. Yes. She played uh, Strawberry Fields. If you say so. Yeah, that was her name. Um, So the creator of the original Crash Clash of the Titans, Ray Harryhausen, had no involvement in the new new version, and he did not feel any of his films needed to be remade. (laughs) Yeah, he was really big with, um, like, the Creature Shop. Uh, There's, I don't know if you remember, in Monsters, Inc., 
you remember they go to that restaurant? It's like a sushi restaurant, and that's where um, like Boo is unleashed in a way. Yeah, like, yeah. So that um, restaurant was called Ray Harryhausen's in the movie, in Monsters Inc., and that was an homage to Ray Harryhausen, who created all these monsters oh. in, in, in movies. So that was their I didn't know that. Of, cool. Yeah, paying homage to him. Uh, that's the best fact. There. Well, no, I'll give one more fact that's not as good. There are 55 snakes in Medusa's hair. Oh. Do you know that uh, I was looking online, the girl who played Medusa like wasn't anybody big. Like I would have thought it would have been like an Angelina Jolie or like a big actress that only would have been on screen for, for five minutes. It wasn't anyone big at all, which I was kind of surprised. I thought it would have been something, unless that, do you think that would have taken you out of the movie? If you were like, oh, it's it's her, she's Medusa. I don't know. You know? I don't, I didn't. I don't taking you out of the movie was like the least of this movie's problems. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of fun facts I have for Toth. Uh, so some of these have to do with his uh, actual origins in Egyptian mythology, but he's credited for creating the 365 day calendar. Originally, uh, the calendar was 360 days long and uh, Ra banned uh, a goddess named Nut from having or Newt having uh any children on any day of the year so she was like what the heck i can't have a, a baby on any day of the year this is this is not right so she went to toth and she's like hey could you help me out like what can you do to help me so toth gambled with the moon and he was able to beat the moon so many times that he took five days worth of light from the moon and added those extra five days to the calendar to make the calendar then uh, 365 days. And that goddess uh, Newt was then able to produce a child because it was within those five days that she originally wasn't allowed to. I feel like you should have brought this up during the fight that you beat the moon in gambling. It, it was, it was, it wasn't legal. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There was, there was no, uh, I mean, but I'd be able to, so what am I going to like play crafts with Zeus or something? Yeah, it sounds like you're a good gambler. You're way smarter than Zeus is. <laughs> I think he had a problem. I think he I think he liked it a little too much. Uh, I thought this was really interesting. In January 2020, in this year, uh, there were actually 16 tombs uh, found that were uh, suspected to be filled with uh, the bodies of high priests of Toth. I wonder how they knew. That's what I was trying to figure out. Couldn't find anything. Maybe so they my, just wrote it on the crap. That's, that's what my guess. Maybe yeah. the hieroglyphics on the on the tombs uh, that kind of gave it away. Perhaps uh, there's also a, a city in Egypt called Hermopolis, which is named after Hermes, and it was originally named after Hermes because that area was initially associated with Toth. So there's that kind of connection so again between a, a clear connection. Toth and uh, Hermes with Hermopolis. And the last thing, uh, I, we mentioned this earlier, uh, Gods of Egypt had no Egyptian actors whatsoever, which they did receive uh, some uh, la- uh, flack for. But, however, the director, he was born in Egypt. So I don't know if that's his way of uh, huh. saying, hey, these are my people. But you think you would have like tried harder then to have some more Egyptians? My guess is that it was the studio yeah. saying you oh, need yeah. to have... I mean, this was like peak Game of Thrones, Jamie Lannister uh, popularity. And I don't think Nikolai has been like the lead of... Because he was the lead of this movie. Yeah. I don't think he's been the lead in any other, at least American, uh, 
film since then. I will actually say I think he did a pretty good job. I think given what he... I thought everybody did a fine job, given what they were given. I would agree, too. Like, no, there's no actor. I, some of them, I think, were, like, really hamming it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Chadwick Boseman, like... Yes. Really, oh, my God. Really hammed up his character. Yeah. I think Gerard Butler did as well. Yeah. But they all, like, gave it effort and, you know, I think did a good job. I think the movie's problems are, like, uh, either confusing or silly plot... Like, silly in a way where you're like, that doesn't make sense. Why would that happen? A lot of logic leaps. And then the, like, it's a movie where the characters, like, know everything they need to know and then don't know anything they oh, don't need right. to know, but maybe they should know. Right. Like, it's just like they always know where to go exactly. Travel times aren't that important, even mm-hmm. though they probably should realistically be. Like, it, you could say in this movie that maybe everyone, like, lives next door to each other. That's how like unimportant the travel was when it was actually probably relevant to like how the events unfolded the other thing is like um i think it has uh the same problem with its cgi that the star wars prequels have of making everything look really like shiny and clean yeah yeah. and like like when they turn into robots they look like like they're like just came out of the factory clean so do you think they were trying to do that on purpose because like when you think of ancient egypt in my mind i think of like uh, I think of old, but at the same time, I also think like very sophisticated, very like new age in a way. So, do you think that was maybe their intent was to do that? It's it's possible. I just think that it, it just really makes you feel like it's CGI. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And that's how it felt. All the CGI scenes were like, oh, oh yeah, were like, oh, they're CGI. Right. The other thing I didn't like about that movie is is the character of Ra being like a jerk face. And a dumb dumb head, like <laughs> so. The in the plots of the movie, one of his sons. Wait, are were they were yeah. both his sons? Yeah. So one of his sons murdered the other, so, and, he, and he had no. And like, so here, here's what Rod did: he picked one of his sons to rule Egypt, yes. and and then he picked the other one to eventually take over his job of fighting a giant worm every night. And both are very important. Yeah. And Rod probably thought, well, you know, they're both really important jobs. Not playing favorites. But it clearly seemed like the one that he let be king of Egypt and have sons because he didn't let he didn't let Gerard Butler have kids. Right. Which he said was for his own protection. So he wasn't sad when he took over his job because then he couldn't really be with his kids. Right. Because he'd be fighting off the worm. So Set takes this very personally and and murders his brother. And then Osiris's son is Horus. He goes up to see Ra and is like, can you help me fight Set? He murdered his brother, your other son. Right. And he had some like really lame answer. Like he's like, well, Set's my son, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but, we, we but know, were, but he's a murderer. And you were the one who dictated what his job was supposed to be. And he's not following right. those like, jobs. So nothing about what Set was doing on Earth, which was take over, literally killing all the gods, anyone who didn't agree with him, enslaving the world. A, a population supposedly that Ra loved because he like made them or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then Ra looks at that and thinks, oh, no, he'll probably he'll take my job, though, when I offer it. He'll just live on my solar boat and fight this worm every day. Like, no way. No, in no world was Set ever going to want to do that. <laughs> no, not at all. So that's why eventually when Set kills Ra, well, almost kills him, but apparently he can't kill him. Yeah, no. You're like, yeah, duh. He's he's insane, man. You should have helped Horus Mark before. Yeah, Ra was not smart. It, it, it seems like Ra wasn't very smart. Zeus also, no, uh, Zeus ar- argument aside from like our fight, whatever, yeah. Zeus was not really smart in no. the movie. Dumb plan. Which you think, like, Zeus is the head honcho, Ra is the head honcho in Egyptian lore. Like in these movies, they you you hear these names, you hear Ra, you hear Zeus, you think like high intelligence, and in these movies, they seemed really unintelligent. They were doing dumb things. Yeah, 
and hey, it was convenient for the plot, so I guess that's the only reason why they did it. You're right. Yes. Would you recommend either of these movies? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, so I don't actually think they're that bad. Mm-hmm. I just think they're... They were, like, probably high-budget action movies with Marth money put into, like, CGI and paying the actors. I think than, you're like, right. thinking and of a, cool st- a good story. Right, paying the writers a decent uh, wage. Because uh, I don't think either story is that good. Like, uh, maybe on the surface, like... Uh, a demigod who like rises up against the gods and wants to kill them is interesting. Yeah. But the way it plays out in just, the movie just is the totally, execution, is totally yeah. uninteresting. Yeah. And eventually he doesn't even kill any gods. He just kills the Kraken and sends uh, Hades back to the underworld. He doesn't even kill him. Right. So right. like where it's so interesting, like where that movie ends is basically the same or worse than when it started, because mm-hmm. I don't think the humans would like gods anymore no, after they no, send right, a giant they, monster to kill them. Exactly. Right. And rightly so. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Uh, so you're, you're almost rooting for humanity to fight against the gods because the gods are all jerks. Yeah, they, they they're not they're not helping their cause whatsoever. No, like they don't like us, so we're gonna punish them. Now they don't like us even more. So um, they do have a lot of big names in them. If you're like, I, I think there are certain times when you could watch it, like maybe with friends and yeah. you just want to just, put just something, something on yeah exactly but don't have very high expectations i think it would be like a classic like fx movie two o'clock in the afternoon on a saturday yeah kind of thing that's how i see both of these movies being yeah yeah uh yeah i'm the same way i, I don't know if i would watch either of these again uh of the two i don't know which one i like the most I, like you said i like the story probably more of uh clash of the titans but I don't know. I think Gods of Egypt was there was just more happening. Yeah, I feel. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, Clash of the Titans, like you said, is on Netflix right now. Both the old, the 1981 original, and the the 2010 one or 2011 one uh, are on there. So if you want to check that out, definitely check it out and check out uh, Gods of Egypt at your local library. <laughs> if you'd like that's how I was able to get a copy of it. Uh, so uh, please remember there is going to be a poll uh, in the show notes that you can click on, and it will. Uh, take you to a form where you can vote for who you think would win between Zeus and uh, Toth, both uh, both gods, one from Greek mythology, one from Egyptian mythology. You can also go to www.whowouldwincast.com slash vote, where you can vote for this as well. And you can also vote for any uh, of our matchups or scenarios from our previous episodes. I also want to give one last shout out. Thank you very much to listener... Uh, Sebastian Hurd for suggesting this episode. Uh, thanks to you, Chris and I were able to learn a little <laughs> bit more about Egyptian and uh, Greek mythology, something that I was not really familiar with. I thought I understood a little bit of Greek mythology, but it turns out I really had no grasp uh, whatsoever. And uh, and because of you, Chris and I got to have a couple uh, fun nights together to sit down and eat some popcorn and, uh, and, and watch these uh, two movies. So thank you very much, Sebastian. Uh, and also remember that uh, this month, uh, remaining time in October, in August, excuse me, is uh, Listener Appreciation Month. So if you have any ideas for any matchups or scenarios, send them our way. Uh, send it through any social media outlet, direct message us, email us, whatever you want to do to get your ideas to us. Please uh, let us know. Chris, anything else you want to add before we head out of here? Nothing to add. Thank you, Steve. Sure thing. Thank you, Chris. And as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, www.whowouldwincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win Cast, this has been Steve. 
And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.